Hey guys. Hi. We're back with another episode. Uh, Welcome to this episode of Let's Get Coffee with your host Lou Jane and Shreya. Yeah, so excited. (laughs) I get so excited every time we film. Me too. I've gone to extreme lengths this week because, again, building right outside my room. (laughs) So I had to move. I'm like in like a closet right now, hoping for the best. So, you guys, the lengths we go, you know. Truly, we try our best. Um, but it's always fun. <laughs> it's just nice that, like, we get to look forward to recording this every week. Um, yeah, I really do. It's nice to have a good discussion about something. It really is. So, tell me, how have you been? Let's do a quick catch-up. Okay, I feel like this week has really flown by. I'm not going to lie. It's been very, very quick. But I've really enjoyed myself. Um, I really liked the outfits I'm doing this week. Yes, I so ah, I've been really happy about my outfit this week. But yeah, I've been wanting to do the looks, the looks as if I'm some kind of fashionista. But like, <laughs> um, the kind of outfits that I put together this week, I've been wanting to wear for a while now, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm so happy because I finally get to. It's weird because I do like different extracurriculars every day, so mm-hmm. I need to like match my outfit to what I'm doing if that makes sense yeah I can really annoying. yeah it's so annoying because sometimes I have dance and then like I can't wear like jeans mm-hmm. so then like my whole outfit is like okay for another day then I found two days where I could do the outfits I've been wanting to do for a really long time so I'm really happy about that but how about you bestie how's your week been yeah my week has been good but you guys Shreya's outfits have been really cute recently I do want to oh like god like, but like, and especially when you have like specific lessons and things that you have to like dress for, it's just like, you have to plan ahead, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so hard. Because like, we said this so many times, but me and Luzu drama production, and a lot of like, the production we're doing is dance. And so we have to like, dress appropriate for dance as well. And it's, oh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, But yeah, I've had a fun week. Like it's, mm-hmm. I've been loving. We've been like going on lots of walks. I feel like, and the weather and the the vibes of autumn are just so perfect. And oh, been drinking yeah. a lot of Starbucks. It's just perfect. I'm really loving the yeah. vibes. And Red Taylor's version has been. It's been a week since it came out. And yeah, company. Um. So yeah, it's been a good week. But let's get into what we wanted to talk about today. Yes. Um, so excited. This topic is something we've had on the list for podcast episodes for a while, and it's kind of controversial, so I thought it could be interesting. But we yeah. want to give our takes on cancel culture. You know, I actually feel like this is one we've been... I think this was on the list, like, when we even started Let's Get Coffee. Yeah. Like, it was on the list from the very, very beginning, so... Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's nice that we get to... that we made it down the list to this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and if you want to <laughs> contribute to the list then go follow up yeah guys if you want to you want to help us out a little bit (laughs) then because the thing is we have ideas but obviously we don't know the kind of things that you like to listen to like we can only really put out what we would enjoy listening to so and what we enjoy recording obviously so we want to be putting out things that we enjoy recording and that you enjoy listening to and I'm sorry for the banging in the background it's the building I'm sorry but yeah we want to be putting out things that you know everyone enjoys listening to so yeah help us out a little bit um follow us follow our instagram at let's get coffee pod so yeah there'll be like polls on there and stuff that you can contribute to so yeah oh my god so exciting yeah um okay cancel culture yes um do you have 
an opinion, a hot take to give, or do we do we want to talk about what it is? Because this is yeah, good... just talk about what it is and we'll ease into it a little bit. Okay, my interpretation of cancel culture is I was on Twitter for a while, so I feel like I saw it a lot like firsthand because I Twitter has a very unique dynamic, a very unique vibe, like the the way people interact with each other and talk about events and things on Twitter is extremely like specific so it's like quite difficult if you're not on twitter to like know what i'm talking about but let me explain as best as i can so cancel culture i think is just essentially someone gets found out for doing something wrong or something that seems wrong that's like emphasis on the seams um and it could be like recent or like really archaic at this point um but they get found out for doing something that they haven't like sufficiently apologized for or whatever and then people just try and cancel them for it like take away their careers take away whatever like a title respect whatever it is that they have to their name and essentially just tear them down i want to give my i think that like cancel culture is in theory the idea of kind of like holding people accountable to their actions and making sure that we educate them and like making sure that these problems don't happen again because a lot of the time like cancel culture deals with very very serious topics and like it is important to um hold everyone to the same standards but I think that uh, council culture in action, like, really doesn't do that. I think it's lost it, the kind of main point of the concept. Um, just because, like, firstly, I do think that the internet has a tendency to be really sensitive and chronically online. Like, sometimes things really weren't malintentioned. Like, they weren't, um, they just weren't that bad, you know, and we need to let it go. Um, and sometimes that it, people it is just people like jumping onto the bandwagon and trying to find something to be mad about, especially Twitter. But sometimes it is like genuinely a bad thing that has happened. And we do need to educate people instead of like tearing them down. Because honestly, like try, even just like in your own interpersonal relationships, trying to solve a problem through aggression like doesn't work. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's my opinion. I completely agree with that. I think. Yeah, I think a lot of cancel culture does come from aggression. And I agree with you in terms of we need to educate people rather than tearing them down. I think it's interesting because every time someone does anything wrong, Mm -hmm. I personally, well, obviously not like a huge thing, but if it is just like a small thing that they get cancelled for, you know, whatever it is, I think it's interesting seeing the people who are tearing them down, they it's hard because they're in the spotlight. Do you know what I mean? This person yeah. is in the spotlight. Everyone is seeing, or well not everyone, but like a lot of people are seeing every move they make, basically, and every action that they do. And I think it's hard because a lot of the people who are like tearing them down have done things like that themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so interesting about council culture is that, I mean, it's so likely that you have done the same thing and you have had the opportunity away from staring eyes to kind of learn and educate yourself and improve right but then that person that you are tearing down you are not giving that same opportunity to and obviously if it's you know blown out of proportion it's something that's horrible I can kind of understand the aggression but then if it is something that can be learned from and it is a genuine mistake I think that the opportunity for kind of a you know learning and bettering yourself is just not there with cancel culture and I think it's really not making anything better if that makes sense like all they're learning is to not do it Mm -hmm. as in all they're learning is to not do it in the spotlight from the aggression absolutely yeah that's so true do it in private and like 
you know, around people who aren't going to tell anyone, that kind of thing. They're just learning not to do it out in public where everyone That is really, them. like, there's a similar principle to, like, certain styles of, like, parenting or, like, um, what's another example? Like, parenting or, I don't know, like, just this idea of, like, if nobody found out, like, you would probably do bad things. That's the kind of vibe. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, you're like teaching people not to do bad things at all, out of like morals, as opposed to out of, you know, fear of the, I don't know, the group, the group decision and the kind of uproar. So I completely agree with you. Like it's just, it feels like a thinly veiled excuse to pull people down, to tear people down, because it's never, not never, but like a lot of the time, I don't even think the people who are jumping on the bandwagon care that much about the issue and yeah giving performative activism yeah it yeah. Really is. sometimes it, it does it, it is no I completely agree with you I just think it's I don't know it's so interesting and obviously cancel culture is like constantly happening like he's constantly getting cancelled for things and I don't know why but every time I think cancel culture I think James Charles I don't me too, me too. yeah he's become the every... post child for cancel culture yeah that yeah. that word is just so associated with him because he's just constantly doing something wrong. And I think with mm-hmm. cancel culture, it's also interesting to see how the people who support that person still. I think mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing. And I don't know, it, like the things that people will forgive celebrities for it's just it's because it's... like, I'm sorry, we need to talk about the Astroworld thing. If we're going to talk about cancel culture, we need to talk about the Astroworld thing. We do. Like, Mm-hmm. what the hell like okay so I, if you don't if you don't know what we're talking about astroworld travis scott had a concert recently yeah um and you know like at his kind of concerts people tend to have like people tend to mosh and like it gets really rowdy um and it always feels like they just oversold tickets like it feels like they didn't have the space for this many people and they just sold the tickets mm-hmm. anyway like it feels really selfish but that's a whole other thing but um yeah and then unfortunately like there was this incident recently where i can't remember how many people it was but people it was around eight people who were reported to have sadly passed away and obviously rest in peace to those and i'm really really sorry um it's awful it's it's really 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 bad but i mean a lot of people are saying that it was even more than that actually who actually Mm. passed away we don't know but it's eight people that have officially been reported to have passed away and it's honestly so 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 awful i that whole day my entire like for you videos and Honestly, like you said, these concerts do tend to get incredibly rowdy and they are known to be kind of, you know, a bit more intense. But I think the word dangerous being associated with a concert is just absolutely awful. Like going to see someone that you truly admire perform music that you listen to on a daily and watch them perform it live. The magic that is supposed to come along with that experience and now the absolute terror that's associated with it is just, it's so, so sad it's horrible it's so it's awful um and i think obviously like he couldn't have done anything to prevent this but then this is where it becomes really really shady is apparently he could hear people telling him to stop and he could like people were being loud you know and obviously he has in ears and like we can't re- i can't say what he didn't didn't hear but like there have been like kind of I don't know, rumors or whatever around he could hear them and he carried on which in that case 
that's like sociopathic behavior like that's insane um and if that is the case and like I understand why people would want to cancel him or even worse just because it's like you let people you know be harmed on your watch at your show that is like clearly been overbooked like, you know um I understand that completely but then also like the silence that followed like- yeah he actually he put out this really I mean what could really be called a literal crap apology it was yeah. Just, it yeah I think everyone I mean I think people have seen that but yeah yeah I think it's weird because like you said if he had noticed let's just say he had noticed and he did ignore them then again that is absolutely awful that's I mean that just comes down to human nature and what is wrong with you but I think it's weird because this is a really good example of perception with cancel culture like it's really just about like how are you perceiving like it's interesting because this is a really good example of perception within cancel culture again you can perceive him in so many different ways there are people who are still like honestly fans who still support him which I think is crazy because honestly I think either way you look at the situation he is in the wrong because there are things he could have done with his team to prevent this and there are things he could have done individually I personally think to prevent it and especially seeing the videos and seeing the extent that some people went to get attention from him yeah that people were hurting and people were in danger and he still didn't do anything and he just continued to perform I think is absolutely insane but I did see this one video that I thought was really interesting about how Stormy and Kylie were still able to get out really safely and the caption on the video was something like oh so he can get his wife and child not wife and child, um he can get Kylie and Stormy out like you know really yeah. carefully and security protected and this one little girl has more protection than eight people who passed away and I think it's weird because I really do think from either end of that situation he would have gotten hate as well so he got hate for protecting his child right mm-hmm. but then he he also would have gotten hate if she had gotten hurt in any kind of way right yeah so I think that is an interesting thing too like sometimes I'm not I'm not saying anything good about what happened there but I think sometimes with celebrities I feel like there's no winning like whatever they do they're still especially if they've gotten cancelled before whatever they do to either try and make up for it they're like oh no he or she is just trying too hard you know yeah now they're just trying too hard or it's like oh they're just not doing anything they're not even addressing the situation yeah I think it's um I don't know I completely agree with you on that like sometimes it is just a catch-22 like it's a deliberate attempt to get people in more trouble and to, to just have a reason to keep complaining like I really think people love complaining in the age of social media and sometimes it is necessary like sometimes people do bad things James Charles I believe is not a like morally sound person and there's there are loads of other people who deserve to be like held to a standard that w- the rest of us are held to and who have like done things that are like essentially criminal and um who need to be you know like held accountable but it's just I don't know if social media is should be like the the court of justice right now you know like I'm not sure that social media is ever going to be in a place just because to be that kind of um regulatory body just because it's so like everything is just opinion based and there's no way you can really regulate it that's kind of the problem I think I completely agree there's no organization to any of the judgment that's going around you know like it's people saying things left and right like personally Mm -hmm. and 
adding on, adding on, things spiraling out of control. And then at the end, it's literally like Chinese whispers. Like by the time one person catches wind of it, it's a completely different story to what it was at the beginning. Oh yeah. It's just like, I mean, you're right. It's There's literally no way you can base judgment off of something that you've heard on social media. Because again, I think that's just the argument that nothing you hear on social media is really, you know, right, usually. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one. Do you have, like, more things to say about... Yeah, I feel like this is another thing I want to talk about, is when, like, something bad happens, someone has done something bad to you, a celebrity has treated you poorly or whatever, like, which I feel like we've seen a lot from, like, Claro, Tyler, the creator, to name a few. Um, And I feel like there is this sense that social media is, like, the world stage, which I agree it completely is on a social level it is, but... um, People seem to think that, like, on a legal basis, they should turn to social media. Okay, so this is what I want to talk about. Is like, this has happened a lot, and I feel like sometimes it happens, like, just between influencers or just between celebrities, which I understand, because I feel like it's, you know, they're both already on the world stage, so they kind of have to explain what's going on, just because people are going to find out anyway. You know, like, it's a whole other situation. But when it comes to just a regular person how do you feel about exposing celebrities what do you think this is something i think is kind of controversial um just because on the surface it seems like a good idea but like there's so many nuances to it that we can't really just judge you know Mm, yeah i mean i don't know if you guys know about this but i'm pretty sure she blew up but um on tiktok there was this lady who was like she was she, I think she was waitressing in some kind of New York restaurant, I believe. That's what it was. And a lot of celebrities would go to that restaurant, like Hailey Bieber and tons of others. Okay. But yeah. what she would do is she would, again, like, just rape them on, like... Yeah, I've seen so many. Yeah, exactly. Loads of people do it, I think. Like, specifically people who work in kind of more high-end shops who see a lot of celebrities in, like, bigger cities. um, LA, New York, that kind of thing. And it's crazy because... I just don't know how I feel about it. Because, again, that celebrity could be going into that shop with the intention of just, you know, having a meal, buying something, maybe not having the best day, and therefore not giving off the right vibes to whoever's working. I think we would all be hypocrites if we said that we hadn't gone into at least one shop doing that. Yeah. Like, that, and can you imagine, like, that is that person's perception of you, and then that therefore becomes the public's perception of you? Right. That's crazy. Like, I have definitely, like, I try and be as polite as possible, obviously, but if you're having a hard day, if you're having a bad day, and you do do something that's kind of, you know, mishap, then I feel like it's unfair to take that one impression and use it to judge your entire personality. And then people are coming in the comments like, oh, I always knew she was like this. How? How would you know that she was always like this? I'm talking specifically about Hilly Bieber because this is the one I, I remember watching. I but how would you that. know? Uh, oh, I knew when she stole Justin from City. What are you saying? Like, the things you're saying, do you realise that you're just pulling stuff out of hats? Like, you're just saying random things that, like, nothing, one thing that you're saying is not relating to another at all, yeah. in any way. I think like, we've God. entered the age of, like, we've entered the age of, um, changing facts to suit theories yes yes 
like this is no longer like oh this evidence equals this theory it's now it's like oh i have a preconceived notion of like what this person is like and now i'm gonna take every like i'm gonna be like nitpicking and taking kind of like every little possible piece of information that might support my theory and my personal perception of them just like so i can feel better about myself and i completely i know exactly like the tiktok you're talking about and Hayley bieber gets this a lot just purely because people just i don't know like don't like that she's married to justin bieber or whatever like you know it's just all these random things that people don't like about her and they would rather like kind of band together and search for evidence or whatever and i just think i don't know i think it's really sad personally because i'm like do you yeah. not have your own life to get back to like what are you doing <laughs> read a book but also like and i don't yeah. even hate her like i really don't have a strong opinion on this poor woman but i just think that like because you know she is a celebrity it's it's difficult to decide whether or not she has this like responsibility as part of her job to keep a good reputation is that part of her job does she have does she owe that to her fans is this going too far like i don't know what do you think where do we draw the line I think the thing is, I think this is really interesting. I want to go back to a point you made earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think it's with cancel culture, I think people really appreciate, especially on TikTok, I see this a lot, with like, you know, new influencers coming in, appreciating something or like doing something slightly different. A lot of people really, really appreciate that and they love it so much. But the minute that person gets cancelled for something that is completely different, to the content that they're putting out or the job that they do every single thing about that person is automatically disgusting all the things that you used to like love about that person mm-hmm. you just they switch around so quickly and i see that a lot and i always think what if okay like what if that happened to emma chamberlain do you okay. know what i mean this is, oh my god yeah like yeah everyone loves her so much and everyone's like oh my god she like we love her we're like Mm -hmm. huge emma fans and Mm -hmm. i admire like everything that she does all the like work that she puts into her career every like new endeavor she goes on the clothes that she wears her style everything i admire everything but i just know that if she did anything like you know anything that could put her in a position of cancellation I just know that people would come at everything that they admire her for. Oh, it was so weird how she dressed like this. It was so da 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 da. And it's so crazy because they just turn so quickly on things that they like about you. Yeah, and I think it's, I feel like there are always people in the shadows, like, so to speak, people who are like hanging back, who are people keeping a bit quiet, and then they're kind of waiting for the moment to be like, I never like this, I never like that, blah, 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 blah. And it tends to be like, you know, if you're sitting around the internet picking people apart, like, you're probably just really insecure in your own life. And it's, like, it's because people like Emma and these people who are, like, doing, trying new things and, like, introducing us to a new, I don't know, new fashion, new whatever it may be. These people are leaders. Like, they're being authentic and they are magnetic because of their leadership, you know what I mean? Like, because they're doing something different. Um, And there's always going to be those sheep who follow them and I'm a sheep, like I'm following people like Emma Chamberlain, but there's always going to be the few who are like doing it out of deep, deep insecurity and who are doing it out of deep jealousy. And like, those are the people who are going to switch up. And um, yeah, yeah. You know? And it it's difficult to tell like how, like what percentage of people is like are waiting for her downfall or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting to me. 
that specific point that you just made now mm-hmm. people waiting for others downfall is so interesting to me because yeah. I remember I literally remember seeing something about Hayley Bieber saying how so many people were just waiting for her relationship with Justin to fail basically mm-hmm. waiting for her marriage to fail and I think that is insane that is so crazy to me that there are people out there who are genuinely willing you to fail in the things that you do can you imagine yeah. how kind of taxing that is and how scary it is to do e- even just everyday things yeah. with the knowledge that you could be taken down completely and your entire career and reputation could be destroyed over something really, really small. It's like people are waiting for you to slip up and it's... Yeah, you're just under a microscope the entire time, which is yeah. a phrase that I've seen celebrities use so many, so many times. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy because, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I think... Again, I think it's important to say that when you are following a celebrity, it's, you know, obviously great to admire things, but to not get attached. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you I mean, know. That's a really big thing because you just don't know what they're like, good or bad. You just don't know. Even if they're a quiet celebrity, you don't know. Whether they put their whole life on the internet or not, you just don't know what they're really like. And then that just leads to crazy misconceptions and I don't even yeah I think parasocial relationships have gone too far yeah Uh, like people genuinely have like ups and downs in their relationship with celebrities and I think it's not I mean it's one thing to consume someone's art and to appreciate it and to have a relationship with the art but to have a relationship with the person behind the art who doesn't know you like I've always been kind of weirded out by that and that's like something I think we might have touched on before with like Stan Twitter or whatever. And it's always like I've been on Twitter, like I've seen it and I've, I don't know, like I've talked about music and stuff that I love on Twitter, but I've always felt detached and kind of strangely, like I've had a weird relationship, so to speak, with Stan Twitter or like that kind of thing, just because it, some people like actually don't know what the boundaries are. Like I feel like I've always yeah. seen joke like I'm not a joke but like a fun little like oh haha this is my album ranking you know like silly things like that that I think and I genuinely thought that was kind of like it was just a big inside joke and then I started to realize that like this isn't a joke to some people like some people see this as their life some people are like putting in our like energy into a stand account or energy into like supporting a celebrity that doesn't know who you are like I just I don't know because I'm like where do you draw the line between your life and this celebrity's life um so yeah that's just something that I find kind of strange and it's very like chronically online and quite gen z as well I think we did talk about this we talked about like fan accounts and things like that and Mm -hmm. people being like really intense fans to celebrities and I think it was in our first episode they put in energy into making edits about this person that they don't know and they think that they have this like really unique relationship with them and they like dream up like you know scenarios and things it's just crazy I think it's important to like remember I I don't like I feel like there are people out there who do like put I don't know like create projects and like art about celebrities and do all this stuff and have fan accounts and stuff but I still don't think that's too bad like I still personally I don't think that's outside of the boundaries of like normality like I think that's okay within reason 
I think where it gets too out of hand is when you're putting the celebrity over your life, over your health, over your education, over like things that should be important to you. And like, yeah, like I don't want to, I understand that people get joy out of it. And so I don't want to be judgmental or put limitations on it. But I think as, as long as you have healthy boundaries in place, it's okay. Like, I, you know? Yeah. That's I agree like- with that. I agree with that. As long as you're healthy about it, it is okay. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never really liked any celebrity that much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's the reason I'm finding it hard to understand is because of that. I've never really gone to that kind of extent mm-hmm. with any celebrity. But I'm sure that if it was, you know, again, if it is something that you're getting enjoyment out of and something that isn't where I draw the line is when it starts affecting me personally. Right. That's when I'm like, okay no this is enough that's where I'm thinking people are going a bit too far yeah but yeah and also again going back to cancel culture when they do when people do get cancelled I think it's interesting to see how those you know really intense fans react to it like is all of that work that they put into idolizing this person just gone then no you know I've seen a lot of people who say like I've seen this happen like in real time on Twitter where people are like their favorite celeb will be getting cancelled and they'll be like this is having an effect on my mental health like I need to take a break and people write these paragraphs on Twitter on their sound accounts and they'll be like I'm taking a break from my mental health because this is too intense for me to see and then they leave and it's like I don't know how to feel about that like I'm like is this not a red flag to you like don't you think maybe you should be putting more of your energy into yourself you know, like if yes, people around yeah. you shouldn't be impacting your neg- your mental health that negatively. Let alone like celebrities that don't know you exist. Know. Yeah, that's a really big phrase for me. The fact that they don't know that you exist, they don't even know you. They don't know your name. They don't know that you're even there half the time, or any. They just don't know. So I think it's crazy that you're putting so much effort into a person who doesn't know you. And I think the same is said for like relationships, right? Like, when that other person isn't putting in as much effort as you are, you stop, and that's when you know that you're not being, you know, valued or treated properly. Obviously, it's different with the celebrity relationship because, you know, of multiple things, but I think it's crazy that people do put that much energy into someone that they don't know personally. All Mm. they know is what they've seen off social media, which, again, just comes back to the idea that social media is fake. Really, nothing on there is true or real. Yeah, and I think I think it's important to go back to the genesis of cancel culture for a moment. Um, I I would say that the first real cancel culture moment was the Taylor Swift in twenty sixteen because that was like before twenty sixteen. I hadn't really heard the idea of canceling someone, um, and I like looked into I could research it briefly, and I honestly don't think that has been like that was the most major one and the earliest one as well. And that was the whole Kanye West drama. Um, And, you know, and I feel like it's interesting because that's where you start to see these layers of other issues play into cancel culture. Like, there was so much internalised misogyny in that cancel, cancellation or whatever you want to call it, just because it was, like, so deeply rooted in the fact that she was a a successful woman. And and, And that's when all these people started coming out and they were like, we hate Taylor Swift, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, do you 
because weren't you the same people who were buying her music and like making her a chart topper and giving her all these awards you know like where where were you people like two months ago when she was on yeah Netflix? yeah it's just yeah. people following the crowd and afraid to actually say their opinion that's what it is mm-hmm. they don't want to they don't want to be different from what the majority say and kind of get cancelled themselves yeah so then they follow the crowd and they forget that she is a human being and they forget that she actually you know has feelings too basically that's a big thing i think people forget the celebrities just because they decide to you know put themselves out there and put themselves in the public eye they people forget that they have feelings they feel the same way that all of us do Mm -hmm. they get emotional too they get sad too there's no point really cancelling them if you know you're just doing it out of spite yeah um and it's just kind of i don't know like and we see this misogyny thing a lot like claro um i think it was probably like last year she got like cancelled for being mean to a fan or like whatever and then when you like look into it i I realized that like she was just like it wasn't she was just having a bad day like it wasn't anything crazy she didn't say anything mean she was just being a bit like unknowingly rude like it just seemed like a really common thing it didn't seem anything deep the people cancelling her being like oh she made bad music anyway and i'm like okay this is just it's trolling it's just trolling and there's nothing to be learned from that like you can't educate someone to never ever have a bad day you know what i mean and that's what that's where i would draw the line personally with cancel culture is if it can be like learnt and educated if this is like an issue of like a serious social issue or a serious social code that this person's breaching and you can teach them and tell them um then i think that's appropriate to cancel someone for just to let them know that this is wrong um but you know like these celebrities have publicists they have people a team they'll have them you know tell them what's wrong what's right what they kind of can't do they have their pulse uh, their finger on the pulse of like what's going on on social media and in the social sphere um so i even then like i don't know if it's necessarily our job to hold people accountable because they have teams and there's things in place to make them seem good right yeah yeah like i completely agree yeah yeah um but if this isn't something that they can, like, learn from, there's really no point. Because then it just, yeah. you know. Yeah, if it's not a learning curve, if there's nothing, I don't know, if it is something that is seriously impacting society and a serious detriment to other people, then I agree. You need to call them out. But again, the way in which you call them out, if you are aggressive, then they're not going to learn anything apart from they need to do it in private rather than out in public where everyone can see. Like, I still stand by that earlier point because I just think you're you're really not teaching them anything. It's, like you said, same with parenting styles. Like, obviously, people say all the time, like, it's easier just to tell them and explain rather than just have a go at them because that's right. really not... They just... Productive. Yeah, it's, it's more productive that way. I agree. And then celebrities just get scared. Then they're just like, oh, then they just don't do anything. And I think if you are calm with it, and obviously it's not we can't really control that not really i think yeah exactly but then with cancel culture i just think like you said if it is something that's socially impacting people in a negative way then i agree it's something they need to be called out on but again that calling out can be a bit more understanding yeah rather than aggressive i agree and i think a lot of the time like people who are aggressive with cancel culture it tends to be like the only like the only power they seem to feel or to have is on social media does that make sense like they seem to have no sense of personal power apart from on twitter so then they take it to the absolute extreme when they have some kind of agency over anything 
Um, so it, that's why I think it's an extremely personal thing. Like, I don't think it's our job to do that just because there are too many biases and too many, like, social media feels too personal, I think, for it to be yeah. like, fair to a celebrity. It's bullying. It's just bullying. Uh, at some point, it just, <laughs> it does just become bullying because people can hide behind a screen when they say these things. They don't have to, you know, when they get a rebuttal, they can think about it and then they can reply you know, mm-hmm. and they have time to kind of think about what they're going to say. It's not like in real life when you have to really be on point and you have to be thinking about everything that you're going to say. You can't, you can hide, basically. And I think people gain a lot of power from that. And that's when social media becomes kind of a weapon for them mm-hmm. rather than something that's used to generate positivity and be a platform for education and spreading awareness. Right. So, yeah. I think I that was such an interesting conversation. Go on. Yeah, there's just one more more question. Okay, there's this whole thing of, like, people say that, like, if someone made a mistake more than, like, say, a decade or two ago, then, like, that's in the past and they've grown and they've, like, learned from it. What do you think is the expiry date on a mistake? When do you think (laughs) stop holding them accountable to it, so to speak? I don't know. I've always found it interesting that there is this assumption that celebrities will take it upon themselves to learn because I actually think a lot of people don't. Like, a lot of people are like, if I don't get caught, then it doesn't really matter. But what do you think? Yeah, I think a lot of this came out when, when you know, through the Black Lives Matter movement, I think a lot of this came out, you know, like, I remember reading something about, oh, I forget what her name is in real life, but Erin from The Office. Right, yeah. And there was a whole thing that she did. And I think it's interesting because a lot of the people that were coming out had done things or said things that were incredibly wrong went at a young age yeah and at a point when they didn't know any better and I'd say that that is detriment to the people who they were surrounded by and that's not you know I think there is really no expiry date when it happened when you were young and you had no consciousness of it Uh but I think if it is something that you did knowingly yeah and you knew it was wrong and you knew very, very, very well that it was wrong. And there is some kind of movement going around. I really don't know if there is an expiry date. Because I think, the again, it comes back to these things being things that everyone has done. But these, we have had the opportunity to learn and grow from it, right? Mm-hmm. As the public, we've had an opportunity, but they haven't. And I think it's important to give celebrities that same opportunity because they are people too. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the expiry date thing. Mm-hmm. I think it is something that I think it I think it's something that should be forgiven, right? Mm. I think it is also like people say like it's up to the communities that have been offended to forgive or whatever. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's difficult to provide an alternative that is fair and just and like effective and efficient. Those are four adjectives for you right there. Um I think it's <laughs> difficult to like find that just because it's like the public on social media is never always going to be fair we're never going to be in agreement with one another and it's always going to get personal just because people go on social media with you know it tends to be a place of like a lot of loaded emotion jealousy insecurity spite like people take their emotions from their own life and channel it into social media towards these celebrities who didn't really ask for it um so I just feel like personally I like if you personally are offended by something um like you or your community that you're part of is offended by something like I feel like it's completely fine to use social media as 
a messenger as like a a means by which to communicate with celebrities but I also think it's important to understand that they have their own teams and they have publicists and I think once you've got your message out there if they aren't receptive to it that tells you everything you need to know about the celebrity the celebrity is not a good person that you should be supporting and you just kind of need to move on um whereas I feel like can forcing someone to be a good person doesn't make them a good person oh yeah oh this just comes down to I think I completely agree with that you can't you can only go so far Right. When it's someone else, the only person you can really change is yourself, and the only person you can really teach to become better is yourself. I mean, people can do whatever they want to do. I could go to extreme lengths to try and teach someone something, but if that is not going through their head, and if they are not genuinely trying themselves, mm-hmm. we can only do half the work. Not even, yeah. not even half. Maybe a little. We can do a bit of the work to try and help them, mm-hmm. but that's about it. And like you said, let them know we can't be the solution. And if someone's like a racist, for example, if you Mm -hmm. have to force them, absolutely force them under this massive magnifying glass in front of like publicly humiliating them, right? Just for them to consider like not being racist or not being whatever it is, then should you really be putting all that energy and effort into this person? Because they clearly don't have good enough intentions for you to support them. So that's my final piece on that. That's kind of my concluding opinion is that. Mm-hmm. you know you can give it a go and it's important to hold people accountable but if they're not responding to it then I just think they don't deserve a platform and the fact is cancelling people whether it's even if you're like trolling them is still giving them a platform it's still giving them media attention which yeah. they want any publicity is good publicity yeah exactly yeah. Um, you're just giving them more attention which often is just what they want mm-hmm. and often it will just be a PR stunt to get more attention so yeah so you're playing into it essentially um but also as a delicate nuanced conversation i feel like that was a nice complain a uh, nice alternative yeah. about it and it, it's almost impossible to provide a feasible alternative just because of the nature of the yeah. people are dealing with this cancer culture but yeah and maybe- i think it's hard to not use social media as a platform at this point i mean it's essentially ruling the world yeah like it is ruling a lot of things so I think it's hard for it to not be a platform but I think it's also difficult to regulate what's going on there so I don't know yeah I really like that discussion me too that That was a really good insight for me personally Mm because I haven't really thought about it that much Mm -hmm. um but that's really interesting yeah really want to hear your opinions go to at let's get coffee pod on instagram yes. and let us know we'll put some like polls up some questions so that you guys mm-hmm. can take your thoughts mm-hmm. um but other than that thank you so much for listening yes thank you so thank much, you so much. Guys. Um, come back next week we love you and bye for now bye